Hey guys, welcome to our very first episode of Nihongo Master Podcast. I'm your host Azra and I'm very excited to be here with you today. To start off the series, the topic of this podcast episode will be all about a few keystone pieces of survival Japanese which will help you navigate the complexities of everyday life here. These three simple pieces of vocab are the Swiss army knives of the Japanese language, useful in every place, context and at every level. I'll introduce the phrase one by one with some cultural background and examples of citations in which you might use them. Once you've mastered adapting these three easy words to any situation, you'll be using them like a pro a hundred times a day. Number one on our list of simple Japanese survival tools is Daijoubu. This phrase encompasses a few meanings. It can be taken as a yes and a no, depending on the situation you're in, and roughly translates to, it's okay. Because it's so flexible, once you've mastered it, you'll be using it virtually every day. These three ways will give you a clearer picture of how you can use Daijoubu. First off is using Daijoubu as a rejection. Younger people will tend to use this more often than older generations. The Japanese word for no is ie, but you don't really hear it in everyday conversations as much. That's because the Japanese are said to have an aversion to saying no directly to something or someone, an interesting trait of the culture. In fact, it can even be considered rude to outright reject someone, especially if they're older than you. Instead of saying a straight-up no, the Japanese will instead use taijoubu, which more or less implies there's no need for you to take the trouble. Or, it's okay. This indirectness is a big part of proper politeness in Japanese culture. But at times, it can be frustrating for foreigners who are used to being more direct. Sometimes, it's hard to work out exactly what your Japanese co-workers or friends are thinking. A common situation you're likely to find yourself in when in Japan is a quick trip to the convenience store, known as konbini in Japan. 7-Eleven, Family Mart and Lawson are everywhere in Japan. They're basically the hubs of everyday life. At these stores, you can do everything from paying your phone bill to buying tickets for sports games. Anyway, when you're at the cashier of the konbini, the staff will ask, Fukuro go ryo desu ka? Would you like a bag? Now, Japan is number two in the world when it comes to plastic usage, which is insane. So if you would like to play your part and reduce plastic wastage, kindly reject his offer by replying with, Daijoubu. Or you can take the initiative yourself by saying Fukuro Daijoubu when you hand over your items. The second way to use Daijoubu is to tell someone it's okay or no worries or to accept an apology. The younger generations especially use the phrase Zenzen Daijoubu to add a stronger emphasis which means there's no problem at all or it's completely okay. Either one, daijoubu or zenzen daijoubu, is used in situations where you're kind of reassuring someone that there's no harm done and all is good. The best time to use this is when your friend is running late to meet you. In Japanese culture, being late is considered very impolite. In fact, 
unless you arrive five minutes early, you're already late. So, if you or your friend arrives later than the agreed time, it's considered extremely late. The latecomer will no doubt be apologizing profusely because of it. Sorry, I'm late. Of course, it's better to just shrug it off and get on with your day. So say, Taijobu to reassure her that it's no problem at all. Another way of using Taijobu, and this is the most useful one for getting by in Japan, is to check if something can be done or not. Japanese culture and customs are extremely foreign to some of us. They have rules we have no idea even existed, and some activities are carried out in very specific ways. So when in doubt on whether you're about to totally disgrace yourself or not, use Taijobu as a question to check first. The full version is Taijobu desu ka? But there's usually no need to use the full thing in everyday situations. For example, in Japanese culture, indoor and outdoor shoes are usually separate. In houses, schools, and traditional places like historic ryokan inns and temples, you're expected to switch to indoor slippers and leave your outdoor shoes at the entryway. If in doubt as to whether the place you're going into is a shoe-free zone or not, it's best to check. The word for shoes in Japanese is kutsu, so just combine the word with taijobu to ask if it's okay to wear your shoes. Kutsu taijobu desu ka? Or kutsu taijobu? If you forget the word for shoes or want to ask the question in a different situation you don't have the vocab for, you can just gesture and ask taijobu instead. They'll probably understand what you mean, which could be anything from can I go in here to can I take one of these, depending on the context. Daijobu really is a multi-purpose lifesaver for first-time visitors to Japan. The second essential Japanese multi-tool phrase on our list is There is no doubt that you'll need it at least a few times when you're in Japan. You might hear it in the greeting accompanied with a slight bow. The literal meaning of this sentence is Please take care of me, but in practice, it actually just means nice to meet you. This gives us a clue to the meaning of onegaishimas by itself. It's used like the English word please. Onegaishimas is just as versatile as taijobu, but for completely different situations. It has a more positive color and represents the richly polite culture of the Japanese. One way to use onegaishimasu is when ordering food. You don't need to bow for this one though. Whether it's at a restaurant or a cafe, it's quite simple as you just add onegaishimasu at the end of your order. It's similar to adding please as in the phrase two beers please, biro nihai onegaishimasu or I'll have a large please, erusaizu onegaishimasu. The one time I always use onegaishimasu Every day without fail is when ordering my daily caffeine fix. Hotorate onegaishimasu, which, if it wasn't clear enough already, means hot latte, please. You probably know this already, but Japanese borrows thousands of words from foreign languages, so the name of foreign foods are often just the original word, but Japanified. 
This makes it so easy to order food like sausage pizza, sausage pizza onegaishimasu, or butter chicken curry, butter chicken kare onegaishimasu, without having to know much vocabulary at all. The same isn't true for native Japanese foods, though. But don't panic if you don't know the name of the stuff you want. There's an easy and quick solution to fix that. Just point at the pictures and say "kore," which is the Japanese word for this, and add "onegaishimas" at the end. "Kore onegaishimas" is the same as "I'd like this, please." It's perfectly natural to do this, even if you're a native speaker. The second way of using onegaishimas is when making requests. Of course, if you're seeking someone's assistance, sliding in a polite "please" is always a good idea, and we all know the Japanese are nothing if not polite. Onegaishimas not only has the meaning of "give me" when ordering food, but also "help me" or "take me." Let's say you need a ride to Shinjuku Station, so you hop on a taxi. Politely request for the taxi driver to take you there by saying. Shinjuku Eki Made Onegaishimas, which means "Take me to Shinjuku Station, please." One thing to know about using onegaishimas for making requests is that it can be used in combination with another word, as in the taxi example, as well as on its own. In the latter case, onegaishimas holds a similar meaning to that of "I'm counting on you" or "Please help me." Saying the word by itself is just a general expression of your need for help, or reliance on the other person. If you want to take it up a notch, you can strip the phrase down to its root word, which is onegai, and say onegai ga aru, which means I have a favor to ask. Another way you can use onegaishimas is to accept offers. The Japanese are very generous in general. With the big gift-giving culture, which you'll often find yourself on the receiving end of if you land a job here, they are also very generous when it comes to customer service. Whether it is packing your stuff in a bag or walking you to your destination instead of just giving the directions, so be ready to use onegaishimas in this way quite a lot. If you love konbini food as much as I do, you'll be responding, "Hi, onegaishimas." Whenever the staff asks, "Atatame maska?" Do you want it heated up? Every konbini has their own display of snacks near the cashier. Everything from crispy chicken to oden, a kind of Japanese stew, during winter. Even though these quick snacks are takeaway only, you won't see the Japanese walking and eating at the same time. That's just one of the many unspoken rules of the Japanese etiquette. You can actually read more about them in one of our Nihongo Master blog articles, alongside which you can discover a lot of other great things about Japanese culture and the Japanese language itself. On to the last, but definitely not the least, of the essential Japanese multi-tool phrase on our list is "sumimasen." Sumimasen doesn't really have a direct translation per se; it depends on how it's used. Depending on the context, sumimasen can be anything from a sorry to a thank you, which is pretty bizarre. But the closest translation to help you understand its most common usages is "excuse me." The first-hand most common way of using sumimasen is to apologize. 
Some would say that sumimasen is the more formal version of gomennasai. Others would disagree and say it's the casual version. Both are correct in their own way though. A straight sumimasen is the most common way to apologize to a stranger. Let's say you bump into someone when walking on the street. Gomennasai feels a bit over the top, but sumimasen fits the quickened informal situation. Add deshta after sumimasen and it becomes the most common form of formal apology. Sumimasen deshta. This is the ultimate way to apologize to your boss or higher-ups, so keep it in mind if you're starting work in Japan soon. You can even use sumimasen as an apology instead of saying thank you. In Japanese culture, it's actually more common to say sumimasen than it is to say arigato. It sounds more natural to Japanese ears. If you hold the door for someone, they'll hit you with a sumimasen as there's a feeling of being slightly indebted to strangers who offer help. Saying arigato is more like you're thankful that someone's helped you, whereas saying sumimasen is feeling apologetic for having inconvenienced them. In Japan, the latter is more common than the former, perhaps because people tend to be more private and reserved than in the West. Another way of using sumimasen is to get someone's attention. The closest meaning to this way of usage is, excuse me. In Japan, the waiter wouldn't usually come over to your table unless you call them over. The best way to do that is to summon the staff by saying, sumimasen, short if you have to, it wouldn't be considered rude, even though it's the height of bad manners in much of Europe. I use sumimasen more often on the train or bus, which can both end up extremely packed during peak times. If you're packed in a busy train carriage like a sardine, then you're going to load up a full auto barrage of sumimasens to get out of your stop. Just like how you'd say, excuse me, to get through a crowd, you can use sumimasen to warn strangers that you need by, while simultaneously apologizing for elbowing them in the ribs. You can even add orimas, which means I'm getting off after it. Sumimasen, orimas. And that sums up our essential Japanese multi tool phrases. We have daijobu, the all rounder, onegaishimas, the key to politeness, and sumimasen, the subtle social tool. Clip these three onto your Nihongo keyring and you'll be opening all sorts of doors in no time. Even without the fully-fledged Japanese language abilities to hold a proper conversation, these little gems of vocab can set you on your way to effectively communicating in the majority of basic, everyday situations. If you're inspired to pick up some more Japanese for yourself, you can find us on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram and the official website to learn more. Thank you so much for listening in. I'm really looking forward to the next one and I hope you join me then as well. Matane!